thing. So we're standing for the Dollar Tree. And basically he's Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting uh, this Wednesday after market closure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just looking at, you know, all the numbers, looking at the graphs, you know, everything is trending downward. More signs that the economy has officially uh, rolled over. So just want to just shine more light on events unfolding as the global contagion continues to uh, uh, press forward. And uh, of course, want to just try to be of encouragement to some, but also just uh, remind people of what's uh, what time of the season it is as reference to this, the bigger picture. So anyway, before I didn't dive into all that, welcome to RT Live Talk. We'll make sure everyone is plugged in. So if you don't mind, let me know where you're watching from via the, uh, uh, the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, we'd we'll love to hear from you guys directly. And uh, should be good to go. So let me know. Make sure audio is good. Uh, make sure visual is good. Appreciate you. Sorry for those hangups. Uh, but as always, want to make sure everybody here has a chance to let their voice be heard. Because at this current moment, I think there's a lot of wisdom and uh, knowledge that can be shared in this community from people all around the world. As everyone adds their two cents, as well as share their giftings through whatever uh, vocation or skill set or whatever they bring to the table to the bigger picture. So uh, anyway, let's move forward. As always, for those that are tuned in, definitely let me know where you're watching from in the chat. When the phone lines open up, we'll love to hear from you directly. 313-462-0027 is that number. You'll sit on the screen when it's time to talk. Other than that, uh, got a couple headlines in front of me. And as always, there's more subjects that we can touch in one live stream. So I'll do the best I can to rent less and uh, save some time for you guys to call and share your opinions and thoughts and ideas. But also curious to get feedback based upon prior videos I did. And so the little quick takes is just a way for me to try to get some thoughts off, try to structure it in a way where it makes sense to some. But of course, it's not it's not for everybody. So I definitely get a lot of those ideas from reading the comments, and especially when you get into the things that are a little bit more taboo, a little more touchy, uh, where it forces people to have to confront some areas of their lives that they probably were not comfortable with touching prior to now. Um, I expect a variety of thoughts from all around the place. And I try to respond according to what I feel led to share because I definitely my intention is not to offend anyone. But then again, I realize when you are more when you try to pinpoint more of a direct um, approach towards things, you're going to turn off a good portion of people, which is fine. I'm not called to speak to everybody, uh, just the right person. And of course, I trust the Lord will direct the right person to my, you know, in my direction. So that's a good way of filtering through the noise in a sense, because uh, this message is not for everybody. But at some point, everybody will be confronted with a message that will challenge them. So hopefully uh, through being challenged here and, of course, challenge me on the other end of that, we all grow and get better. And ultimately, the deciding factor is. Uh, your approach and walking in love with everybody. That's the ultimate goal. Despite whether I agree with you or don't agree with you, I'm going to respect you and walk in love with you and uh, treat you as if you're, you know, part of my direct family. We even, even though, even though I don't even know you more than likely, but anyway, uh, enough of that little rant, but anyway, let's uh, just, just dive in real quick. Uh, let me see me just, let me get some stuff on my screen here. 
uh, I try to pay attention to the markets as they unfold just to keep an eye on it. But everything is, as I love to hear people say, it's already priced in. And so I have, you know, an opinion about that narrative as well, because everyone's using that particular school of thought based upon prior experiences and what we're experiencing now and moving forward has never been done in human history because it's utilizing technology, the, um, (laughs) the restructuring of the governance model, as well as all the other things that play into it because we live in a just in time right now, my way or no way type of society. And uh, that's going to be a lot of the, concerns moving forward as to how to reach people who uh, may not or may may not have realized the need to uh, adjust that paradigm. Like we've already gone through a major paradigm shift over the last two years because of what we've been told to do based upon the response from what was thrown our way. And, and of course, that has to do a lot with the um, uh, the health situation. But anyway, so let's just look at the markers real quick. So uh, everything's closed. And uh, Dow Jones down three, almost four percent. Nasdaq down almost five percent. Euro dollar, Euro to USD is uh, further trending towards parity. That's a problem for Europe. It's uh, that strength is definitely fading in the wind. It got some information on what's coming out of Europe. So here's just a little quick glance at the indices uh, based upon what's happening. Looks like uh, Japanese Nikkei ended a little bit uh, on the positive side for whatever it's worth. And then we get over here on this closer to the Western side uh, with the what we got here. We got Spanish. We got the Italian. We got the Sweden. We got German, Switzerland. Everybody ended a little bit in the red. Now, just by coincidence, would this anything have with would, would any of this volatility, volatility and extreme uh, negative sentiment for the financial markets have anything to do with the continuous push for the central banks to remove accommodative policies. I wonder if there's any linkage there. So uh, (laughs) the equity winter and the crypto winter hasn't even kicked in yet. And that's uh, something that I think, you know, throughout the summer, we're going to experience extreme volatility just because every (sighs) digital as well as paper measurement of wealth that people use to measure has been directly correlated over the last decade with the amount of quantitative easing that has been created on top of all the other complicated things, you know? Um, So with that being the case, now that things are being removed deliberately, it's only going to cause that much more uh, issues for the markets and just a complete disconnect from reality uh, from how people measure and value their um, uh, uh, their life, especially if it's based upon a number. That number is about to fluctuate heavily. That's why I think it's more important ever to focus on other issues other than just the financial realm, because I actually was listening to I'm, I'm getting off track a little bit, but I got to definitely get this out. I was listening to um, uh, a, a crypto commentator and he was talking about the Terra Luna situation, how. Uh, just based upon events that unfold over the last week, especially I can't validate this, but I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't say it's too far fetched because a lot of people associate their life's value with a number. And once that number tanks or runs or just completely disappears, 
because it's all just digits on a screen, people equate that to their value in the real world. And according to the person I was watching, they said that they have been told or information been passed to them from credible sources, whatever, whatever, that as a result of that crash, eight people took their life. And I'm thinking like, you know, wow, like, you know, that's, that's, um, you know, that's one of the things that hit you in the chest. Like, wow, like, you know, this is realer than just math. This is realer than just politics and uh, personal opinions. This is, you know, as I mentioned before, it's about human lives and the turning point for humanity. So whether or not that's true or not, it doesn't matter at this current moment, because as I said before, people who associate their life's worth and their value with something that can, you can, you know, this easily has been manipulated. That person runs the risk of becoming victim to a lot of unpleasant circumstances. And that's why I say, you know, reaching out to people, connecting with people on a personal level, you know, be more concerned with the individual and their soul is more important than just trying to continue to pump, you know, bad news, good news, you know, you know, you know, people read, people need community right now. People need, you know, people to really be there for them. And that's why I think, you know, as a community, we got to figure out ways to be there to encourage people through this transition because it is a turning point for humanity. So um, anyway, I'm rambling too much. Forgive me. Let me just get to some stuff. I'm going to get through this as quickly and as speedily as I can so that I can hear from you guys. I definitely want to hear more from the community directly. So uh, if you have not called in before, I would love to hear some new members to the community. Uh, call in. Let me know your thoughts, where you're at, all that good, all that good stuff like that when the phone lines open up, just so we can make sure everybody gets a chance to let the voice be heard. Okay, so let me just stop ranting. Uh, I, yeah, I just, man, I got too much on my mind. Okay, so as I mentioned, just ran through the numbers real quick. And of course, let's go ahead and just glance over here. Let's just refresh this page here so we can see what's happening in the crypto space. I think this is of importance to a lot of people. But then again, it's too much green there for me, so something's wrong. Oh, yeah, here we go. This is this is more like it. <laughs> this is more like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the crypto market, man, I'm thinking like, the overall sentiment is very negative, and I think a lot of people are concerned with the uh, drawdown on Terra USDT because of a lot of people, you know, got margin call. A lot of people got liquidated. A lot of people are pissed right now. A lot of people are pissed, and I'm like, if you're gambling, you know, if you're in a market that you know is it's 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 speculative in nature, with that comes a lot of risk, and people are not really taking that into consideration, and I think the. The, the ultimate drawdown on the crypto space for those that matter, you know, a number that I feel is appropriate just for starters, just for starters is going to be the 500 uh, billion mark, which as of right now, the market cap is closer to 1.3 trillion. So we're now, you know, remove another 800 billion from that. That puts, you know, Bitcoin well under, you know, in the teens and everything else in, in, in the proportion to that. So, we ain't seen nothing yet because once again, all the speculation has been built on quantitative easing and you better believe there'll be no financial institutions coming into a market that's trending down because they couldn't validate that. They couldn't verify that or approve that with their boards. So therefore it's going to be even a bigger sell-off. So uh, only way the markets go up in the direction people want them to go is if the fed backtracks and comes back in to providing support. And I have more than enough suspicion as to why they won't be doing that this time. This time it will be different. Anyway, let's keep moving. Okay, some of the headlines. I uh, couldn't help but talk about this. I saw, I know me and Mark will touch on this on Friday, but uh, I'm not sure if he covered it today or not. But uh, just numbers, you know, you know, fake numbers, but numbers are numbers. And take them what take of them what you may. But Britain's inflation rate surges to a 40 year high. So 
it looks like Britain's inflation numbers from their government, they're trying to outdo us over here on the West. What's up with that? You know, we got to definitely get get our inflation number up a little bit higher than that. So I anticipate <laughs> the uh, CPI over here coming out to compete with Britain, you know, making light of this, but you guys get my point. And of course, I'd imagine on the streets, it's probably closer to 21% rather than nine, but just more signs that globally all nations are involved in this rollover. So uh, here's another headline. Oops, but maybe not. Headlines get so juicy, they uh, seem to disappear. Uh, yeah, once again, we got the two big to fail banks getting in on their analysis from their uh, their people. But J.P. Morgan sees gas prices hitting $6.20. And I'm hearing about gas in EU already at $9. And if it's you know going to hit $6.20 by August, it's already 6 in Cali. So my, my people in California, can you verify that? You know What you guys see at the pump these days? Because definitely it is, it is of concern, but then again, it's to be expected. So I'm sure no one here is surprised. So it definitely makes it, it you know, it makes everybody have to rethink and readjust, readjust some things on their side. Because here in Michigan, we're close to, uh, I think I said 475 or something like that. So definitely it makes you, you know, pause when you think about just, you know, driving for fun. Unless, uh, you know, you have a, uh, uh, a situation where you can, you know, do your gas thing and not, it not really slow you down much everybody's different and so let's just i want to get into uh this this visual aid here and so this is just a uh this is part of the thumbnail i put together but this is as of this month figures that came out from the federal reserve directly the new york fed and it's just more like this is like this is the central bank's forward guidance in a sense on where they see markets based upon uh, the measurements that they use out of the state of New York and New York, just like, you know, know, Cali and Miami and more of the bigger Metro areas there, there, there's a lot you can learn from the information being given from those regions because they're pretty much the hubs. They're the, they're the Mecca hubs of commerce in our country. And when everything is appearing to be trend down and it really highlights more of the slowdown where if the Fed's giving us information, then clearly they know what's happening. But then again, they're, they're talking about, you know, you know, flinching. They're talking about pausing. But once again, it's not about this temporary pain. It's the long term pain that I'm sure they're more concerned with. And the fact that they are a part of the Great Reset and they have a great a greater agenda uh, I'd imagine they haven't reached that threshold of pain just yet. So anyway, Empire State Manufacturing Survey uh, just talks about uh, the headline general business conditions index dropped 36 points to negative 11.6. It says new orders decline, shipments fail at the fastest pace since early in the pandemic. Delivery times continue to lengthen. So the amount of time it takes you to get your stuff and the inventories expanded. So inventories piling up says labor market indicators pointed to a modest increase in employment and the average worker work week, both the prices paid and prices received indexes move lower where we're still elevated. So here's the primary visual aid I was showing here, just general business conditions out of New York, which is a good indicator of everywhere else because you know, New York is, you know, as I mentioned, the hub. So we got the great financial crisis, you know, got it trended down, but it popped back. Of course, with QE, <laughs> then we got uh, the pandemic collapse, which popped back with QE. And then now 
as of now, we are trending back down towards that deep negative territory. Now, some people think the Fed is going to backtrack. I have no reason to believe they will backtrack because they'll not they'll not be able to execute their ultimate agenda, which is a part of the fourth industrial revolution, which is the digitization of everything we know and use unless they allow everything that we've gone grown accustomed to to completely come to an end or a complete adjustment so that it can so that the solutions can be rolled out. And of course, the solutions would be tied into the blockchain. How can we not forget that? And so, uh, you know, that has a lot to do with the merge that I talked about where, you know, once people realize the true nature for utilizing technology, the way that it's going to be used, you know, we will be fully, you know, like, let me see how the best way to put it, how NFTs are, are being sold as a way to, profit off of jpeg pictures and monkeys and stuff like that nfts will end up being a part of the digital id process to where the nft will be used at some form of fashion this is just you know quick thoughts in reference to our health records our basically just transfer our social security card onto an nft then commoditize that and put it on somebody's private ledger and use that as a way of transacting amongst the global governance model. And that's kind of where all this is going to head. So down to the very genome sequence of your body will end up being tokenized on a blockchain somewhere. Now that may sound stupid, might sound far-fetched, but you know, when you think about the greater plan of what the enemy has in store, it just makes sense to me. Anyway, so here's just more vision. So here we got uh, general business conditions trending down. We got new orders trending down, shipments trending down, unfilled orders trending down. We got delivery time trending down, inventory is trending down. So, you know, market conditions, you know, prices paid trending down, prices received, number of employees, you know, temporary, average employee week. So these are just, you know, the, the general business conditions in New York. And of course, New York is a great measurement for our country because that is a that is the consumption capital pretty much probably of the world or was anyway china marks signal pessimism is peaking after brutal sell-off so asian markets not too good these days and of course it has a lot to do with their zero policy over there which does them no good but then again everything coming from that side of the world is a part of their transition and those ghost cities will be populated one day uh and they'll be on a much different monetary standard when that happens so just something worthwhile. And then here's something that should catch people's eye. Chinese depositors left in the dark as three local banks freeze deposits. So this is out as of today. And just thumbing through this, basically three major banks equating to 178 million of deposits have gone dark. And so since April 18th, depositors have not heard a word from those three banks. So, the companies that have their funds there, they have not been able to make payroll or savings, get access to savings or a deposit checking account. Not sure if the cars will still, even still swipes over there. You know what I'm saying? But more bank freezing. So imagine, you know, not hearing from your bank after literally today makes 30 days for people in China who have not heard from their banks. So, uh, yeah, that's just never good news. But in the midst of a restructuring of the world order, anything is possible. Next one here, ECB needs to move quickly from negative rates. So this right here is just, you know, it's it's like oxymoron in a sense, like, you know, negative rates was designed to promote growth 
from their standpoint. But then again, you remove accommodative policies by then going positive, therefore making capital a value that further hinders the the furthers of the debt expansion model, which creates more of a crisis. So there you're, you're damned if you do and doomed if you don't when it comes to what they've done to the EU area. And as I mentioned last, it was yesterday, two days ago about EU, the Euro, you know, may not make it out of this year. So we'll see how that plays out, but just, just more of what's happening around the world. And then the next one here uh, has to do with target. I think Target, you know, pretty much Target is one of my favorite stores, I must admit. So Target is expecting to have some severe issues. And as of right now, I'm not a holder of their share of their stock, but Target is, you know, not doing too good, as you guys can see here. So it says Target crashes, shares crash at the full year operating income slash due to unexpectedly high cost. So uh, shareholders are pretty concerned there and it's only a matter of time before more people decide that hey i'm not going to hold something that's you know trading downward so and the majority of us ceos see bleak outlook expected recession ahead yeah that's already baked in but yet one thing they're not uh, factoring in is that there's a there's a there's an there's an unforeseen event or what's usually labeled as a false flag that is always in the cards so that was what i was talking about earlier about you know th- when things are Everyone's using a narrative that because the Fed has given forward guidance with their talk, that everything is priced in already. Mm, it's priced in, but then again, there's something that's unforeseen that's coming. And we've talked about what it could be. I'm not even going on our road, our road, our railroad. But anyway, um, there's more articles. I'll spare you guys that. We have 20 minutes. Let's open the phone lines. Let's talk. Uh, curious to hear what's on your mind. Uh, yeah, so let's try to get, you know, if you guys want to talk, man, I, I'm cu- encouraging you to call and let your voice be heard. I want to definitely hear and get to as many people as possible. And so I want to just cut back on the rants on my part and hear from you guys directly. So phone lines are open. You know, we go a couple more minutes. Give me a call. Let's talk. What's on your radar? I can always bring you stories. I can always rant and share my two cents, but I want to hear from you guys. And then also, you know, as the, as the, as we move forward, I want to also try to find new, I'm always looking for new ways to include you guys because only way I learn is by interacting with people who are smarter than me. And a lot of you guys out there are way smarter than me. And so we need to find ways to connect. And so we used to do the uh, off-air hangouts uh, for the Patreon members. I think I might bring that back and probably do some live streaming over there as well. So we can just get more people who are serious and really want to connect and strategize and drop ideas off each other. And, you know, further, um, you know, encourage one another as well as to lift each other up. So that's going to be another way. But I'm always open for new ideas. And I also encourage people to... Uh, click the link below for the social media tab connect with us on telegram and discord share ideas share thoughts there uh, a lot of smart people out there doing what they got to do and uh, it's no point holding all that knowledge to yourself share it with the community uh let me see here james richter says not a very not a very christian store mike um james what are we, what are we referring to are we referring to Target <laughs> or, or what let me know Target is LGBT compliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where, you know, I, I just, from a sake, from the standpoint of being able to, uh, you know, acquire menswear that has a, a good fit for a taller guy, as well as affordable pricing. That's why Target, uh, Target has been a store that I don't, I don't mind messing with. So as far as 
where they stand on certain world issues in this day and age, all publicly traded companies, you have to play the game and be supportive of all types of communities. It's just unfortunate that all the communities that are being pushed happen to be, you know, LGBTQ, Satanism. Uh, give me some more communities out there. Like, you know, like there's all types of communities that are very worldly in nature. And so, I, you know, they get pushed. And if you speak against them, you're banned and shadow banned and censored. But, you know, I'm not speaking against anybody. I love everybody. I just, if it defers from my current belief structure, then I must be able to speak freely and just share at a viewpoint that contradicts what you guys with those individuals might, you know, might, uh, might believe. And that's where it's like from the right, left, or, you know, all those narratives, like, you know, that's a part of the, that's a part of the, the, the governance crisis we're having. We've all been conditioned to think left or right. And if you can, if you, if you have a opposing viewpoint with somebody, then you're going to be bashed and labeled something, but what just happened to getting down to truth and truth is usually verifiable. And so I'm, I'm ranting, whatever. So wait on, wait on the call. If you guys want to call us talk, but you know, truth is usually verifiable in the sense that it's not hard to distinguish between truth and a lie. And so everything has an opposite. Like in the video I did yesterday, I talked about good versus evil. And then I responded to a comment about somebody saying, hey, Mike, you know, I, I love these comments because I can do it in love. Well, someone said, hey, Mike, you know, you know, the religious stuff, man. And, you know, and I'm like, I started off yesterday's video by saying, let's just put aside religion. You know, all founding theologies have governing principles and they all I think I don't study them all, but they all deal with simple concepts such as good versus evil. Now, if we were to just use those two metrics as standards, good versus evil, you know, you got the devil on one side, an angel on one side, or whatever you put on your shoulders, whatever. Just look at how things are unfolding and how it's not hard to call out something that is just abnormal, like abnormal in the sense of going against the way it was initially created to be utilized for. And I can give you a lot of things that are completely out of balance right now. Those things tend to stray towards things that do not promote good benefits for humanity. And so things like that lets me know that evil can prevail, like, you know, not prevail, but evil is promoted just because it makes you feel good. It caters to your natural senses. And so there's a lot of things that fall into that category. But anyway, let's see if we get a call here. Uh, hello, Carl Schnee, where are you calling from? Hey, my name is uh, Daniel. I'm from uh, L.A. Daniel from L.A. What's going on, man? Hey, Mike, I've got a bunch of questions for you. Right off the bat, is there any way of supporting you via the mail? Uh, via I, the I'm mail. Not really computer liberal. Yeah, like even in Carib, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, so d- and- do me a favor. Uh, shoot me an email, and I can provide you a P.O. box. That's not a problem. I, I usually don't prom- I don't put that out there just because I don't, you know, I'm not looking for nothing to be sent. But uh, shoot me an email. Go right. to rethinkingadollar.com forward in the top left. You'll see the email. Hit, shoot me an email, and I can get you that. I get you that information. Okay, you know, I, thank I, you. I'm going to have to get my wife to help me with that. No problem, uh, Mike. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, I've I've sent it a couple of times. If you take your money out of the system, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, say real estate prices collapse, mm-hmm. and you wanted to buy real estate, which takes you know considerable amount of money, especially like out here, how would you get it back in the system mm-hmm. without drawing attention to you? <sighs> uh, my personal opinion, based upon the way you worded it, mm-hmm. is you w- you will not get it back into the system without drawing attention because yeah, a, okay, par- a, yeah. a part of, a part of that will be a 
read they, they're going to rewrite the rules and anybody who has a uh-huh. substantial amount of anything in their possession will be subject to extreme taxation of some kind so I, I i think the traditional way of doing transactions will will definitely not be available so Hand to hand barter. I mean, all those type of things that I'm not familiar with will be primary usage. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking uh, like short term before yeah. like an ultimate collapse and say things slowly wind down. Yeah, you know, like all of a sudden the real estate fell through. It's like, I mean, and and things have not like totally collapsed. Right. And you see like an opportunity or something. It's like now you've got everything out, and it's like how do you get back in? Right. You know, in any you know, measurable, you know, short amount of time type of thing. Right. I, I think that'd be hard. And that's why, you know, depending on how much and, you know, where it's at, I mean, there's a time limit to uh-huh. everything before there'd be yeah. some type of right. banking event. So that's why, like, you know, it, it's hard to navigate. And that's where I think that's more of a question for people who specialize in, you know, real estate transactions and all that type of stuff, which which I personally don't, I don't dive deep in that, but okay. I just focus on the monetary structure and the long-term thing. So, uh, but good question, man. I have another question, yeah. real, real fast. Go ahead. If you bought real estate or something using gold coins, mm-hmm. okay, gold eagles, right? Would, would the purchase price be the value, the face value of the coins, or the fiat needed to buy the coins? Hmm. Great question. I think it's dependent. I think it'd be on the the the, the receiving party. <laughs> if it's like a if it's, a, it's some type of institution or a bank or whatever, like, you know, you're not going to be giving them gold right, anyway. Right, so right. you got to convert it back to fiat if you trust the person. But if you're trying to get it to, get it to the hands of a person, that'll be more of a barterable transition. I think they'll probably look at it at the fiat price because that one ounce that says, you know, $20 or whatever, yeah, or know, $50. I know. You know especially, what I'm saying? So, especially if they want property tax off of it. Right. <laughs> so depending on who's <laughs> on the other side of that deal. <laughs> Hey, Mike, I really appreciate your show. Appreciate and I'm you, trying man. to get, I'm sharing your videos with as many people. And I, and I like your, uh, I'm just going to say religious, your Christian attitude. That's without this, this is just a regular show. Right. Well, you, I appreciate you really you, make it special. Thank you, sir. Okay. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Be, be good. Bye. Yep. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So as always for the, for the people, when they call in with questions, if you have a, a thought, an idea, opinion to that question, put it in the chat. And uh, put it out there so people can read through it. That's why, like, you know, this is where, you know, when you got what looks like about 180 or so people online, this is a great way, great, great way for everybody to chime in and share thoughts. Because as I mentioned before I started ranting, we got experts out there in all types of fields. And this is where we can educate and encourage one another by sharing your two cents. So uh, I just want to be so I want to be so I just the goal with the channel is to be more so of the. The, not the mediator, but just the, to build a bridge where people can walk across and connect with each other and engage each other and things of that nature. Uh, time wasted prank call. My, yeah, I mean, prank call or not, I mean, it's, it's all good. I don't mind. And so anyway, phone lines are open. Feel free to give me a call. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm curious to hear what's on your radar. Let me check in. There's also thoughts and thoughts, ideas in the chat. And I'll try to share my two cents on it or see where it takes us. Uh, everything in America must be bought with dollars. Uh, yeah, <sighs> must be bought with dollars. Uh, uh, t- legal tender, sure, but yet I think uh, in the days and months ahead, when more people realize that the currency overall is the underlying problem, I think more people will be open to utilizing other things, and even a part of the legal tender laws, you know. 
it says Federal Reserve notes, which was added in there after the fact, but United States minted coins as well as treasury notes can also be used as well. So there's, there's multiple forms of items that are labeled as dollars. Now it's a matter of what carries more weight than the other, but you get my drift. Uh, let's get some calls in here. Let me see. I got too much stuff coming on. Uh, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's paying money back. Pay me money back. What's going on, man? Hey, I'll be trying to give people insight. I'll be teaching on the side. So mm-hmm. I give people like a small blueprint yeah. on what I tell folks that want to get involved with digital assets and stuff like that. So yeah. I tell them, look, if you're going to deal with cryptocurrencies or I look at cryptocurrencies the same thing as American dollar, Mm -hmm. it's all digital. But the smartest thing uh, people that's listening that Mike has told y'all is to get tangible assets, Mm -hmm. uh, silver, gold, palladium, whatever you want to use. Therefore, let's say you're dabbling with cryptocurrencies. Your cryptocurrencies aren't worth anything. I don't care how much utility is in Mm -hmm. because if you're going to use it to buy and sell, it still has to be backed by something that's tangible, that's value, Mm -hmm. that has value, which is where your silver and gold will come in. Right. Then people will ask me, what about the NFTs? What if I don't want to bag that by uh, gold or silver? I said, well, you can bag that by your land if you're going to dabble in your NFTs. Mm-hmm. But either way it go, gold, silver, anything that's tangible, land, if you're going to dab- dabble in the digital space, you need to have whatever you have digital bagged mm-hmm. by something that is has of actual value that right. you actually own and have. Right. If that makes any sense. Right. It does. It does, man. Way to shine my light on that one, man. Appreciate you. I, I think, you know, that concept of, you know, and I was looking at, a, you know, a, just a little idiom talk about, you know, possessions is nine tenths of the law. And I was going to use that in reference to, uh, you know, the days ahead and how actual ownership, ownership is, will be challenged moving forward just because it's going to be a matter of all the counterparts that are in between you and what you think you own and how contracts are going to be resolved and broken and all types of things to where it's going to literally boil down to possessing whatever you think you own. And then at that point, depending on what it is, you might find out you really don't own it. So there's going to be a, a great shuffling of physical property ownership in the days ahead, just because through taxation and everything else, you know, like with land and everything like that, it's going to be like some craziness happening out here because, I, like as I mentioned, our governance crisis, government's going to change the rules to favor them. Therefore, a lot of people are going to be on a short end of our stick when that happens. So it's a, it's, it's a touchy point in this turning point, man. Well, if you take out the, I tell people, look at this way. If you take out between two people, if you take out the American dollar, if you take out currency, what mm-hmm. do you have? You have goods and services. Right. Nothing left but just, you know, services. So you gonna come to me, but like what can you do? Well I'm a mechanic. What do you do? I'm a farmer. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I fix your brakes and change your oil if you give me a couple pounds of potatoes and some tomatoes. Right. If you just take out the American dollar, but people have to grab the concept, people have to get retaught. Right. Basically how to be hand in hand, the good shape, the good trade, just mm-hmm. the trade period. Right. Hey. You don't even need. We don't need currency if you think about it. <laughs> right, but uh, but 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 I guess currency in reference to an, something tangible in the form of a, a medium of exchange, rather, you know, is good for 
because you, know, you can't save, uh, you know, wheat 10 years and expect to, you know, be able to use that in 10 years to use it. So having something for future storage is where currency comes into play. And that's where whatever that medium agreed upon medium is, if you were to bury it in the ground and dig it up 10 years later, it will still have that same level of exchangeable value between parties. So I think in the long run, currency is needed. But in the short term, bartering, is, of course, is good. But then I again, to say, yeah, and I meant to say the American dollar, not currency. OK, OK. The, the American dollar isn't needed. Right. I, I, you know, I mean, I can, I can, I can definitely agree with that. Like, because as time moves forward, I have become more turned off by, you know, just the, the, the federal reserve note in itself, just because of the other options that we do have to where I would be more comfortable using some form of a cryptocurrency or something like that. If, you know, I, I didn't have, if I didn't have, um, all the other issues dealing with taxation, stuff like that, like I would, I wouldn't mind using some of the, some crypto or whatever, but because of taxation and everything like that, like I just, you know, I don't bother to even do but that. I'm cool with tax. If, if I got in good enough, I'm cool with tax. I, yeah. I get my assets. I hold them over a year. And now I'm in a 20% tax bracket versus the 45 to 50% tax bracket. Right. If I'm a millionaire and you want to tax me 20%, that's cool. That's if I'm selling, but I don't even have to sell my assets. Right. I can borrow on my assets right. and pay back my lending with another asset. It, it's like, man, this is like no brand. Like crypto is really easy if you get the concept of right. how to use it in which assets are good to hold, right. which, which would be whatever the government's going to be deemed to use. So. Right. Hey, man, appreciate you calling, my friend. Hey, not a problem, man. Thanks for be good. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's keep it moving. What else we got here? Exact caller on Bitcoin, though. Um, yeah, uh, I I think <laughs> like it would, and that's where you know just trying to find ways of further highlighting the importance of trying to cover a variety of areas of our lives just beyond the financial side of things. Because even though like you know it's no it's no it's no convincing a Bitcoin. So I see the per- person mentioned about Bitcoin. There's no convincing a Bitcoin maximist back maximalist that. Um, because the technology is so new, there still should be a, a decent level of concern and skepticism every person should have just because it's 13 years old, in a sense. It hasn't been tested. And, you know, this environment we're in now will prove to be a good test to show whether or not it's resilient enough to withstand, you know, lots of factors. <laughs> you know, government, you know, we got the whole energy crises that's, you know, going to be underway. So, you know, so anyway, hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, it's your blood pressure, Corpus Christi. How's it going? LBP, doing good, man. Same mind. Uh, trying to hide from the kids. Every time I'm on the phone, they come after me. You know? <laughs> hey, you're hiding in the house from your kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can hear them. Oh, man. What's going on with you, man? Hey, man, tell pay me money back. Why are you going to borrow against your crypto? Just borrow and don't put no crypto. Keep your crypto. Borrow and buy silver. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he probably does that as well. <laughs> they got to do it, man. These things are so super, Mike. They give any damn, anybody could, that could breathe a damn loan. Just take their money. It's free. <laughs> the LBP way. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you as always, man. What else is going on with you? Hey, much Mike just sitting here waiting to get the citizenship Mike it's just oh my goodness yeah so watch this so so you put in all the paperwork you waiting on the process and so when it comes through then what you you plan on 
you know, crossing that border and calling Mexico home, or are you gonna just have it as a backup plan in case you got to run? No. Makes it easy to get yeah, away. Yeah, I think what you just said, Mike. I think that's what I'm gonna do. But I'm also gonna open up a bank account and try to get some credit over there, Mike. <laughs> get you some pesos. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna buy. Be, I'm gonna buy me some Libertas on credit. You know, it's gonna be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, keep us keep us posted, man. I'm curious to see how that process goes, man. <laughs> All right, Mike. All You're right. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. LBP at it again. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving, man. What else is going on? I got a couple more stories I can bring up, I'm sure. Let me see what I got here. Uh, let me see what I got. A couple more. Oh, here's just the headline caught my attention on this. Uh, it says chicken wings for $34. Pent up inflation will drive U.S. food costs even higher. And I'm thinking, like, man, who in a right mind would spend thirty-four dollars for some chicken wings? But then again, I assume there's somebody out there who have done it. A uh, 40, 40 pound box of chicken wings cost them eighty-five dollars. Now it costs a hundred and fifty dollars. Man, man, man! Like, see, so we're, we're, so with the deliberate withholding of certain foods and the fictitious scaring with all these different ailments, you know, bird flu, pig flu, whatever these pop, you know, them killing off massive amounts of animals, deliberately creating these issues. And of course they come in with the solutions, you know, bugs and pets or genetically modified organisms and things like that. Like it's so obvious to see that, you know, everything right now is just in, just in the first inning of where they want this to go. And so with all this mass murdering of, of animals or whatnot two three years from now it probably wouldn't it, it probably wouldn't be too far-fetched to say that what what might be on shelves will be labeled as you know organic or whatever but then again like you know unless you grow it and make it yourself you won't know what the ingredients w- will be in them to where it might taste like regular chicken but it'd be something from the lab and mind you <laughs> you know tell them what else they can put in that stuff as well so just more confusion out there man but this is uh, a part of the globalist takeover a part of the globalist takeover. And then here is a story that uh, I think will get more attention. Uh, haven't dived too deep into it yet, but it looks like Turkey might be a, a might throw a wrench in the globalist plans of furthering, uh, furthering the push to furthering the push of NATO towards Russia's border. And so it's just amazing how outside of the narratives we're being given, you know, Russia and China, they're the big bad wolves and the U.S. and the West have to come in and save humanity like NATO, World Health Organization. All these <sighs> globalist establishments need to be resolved, undone, unwound and gotten rid of so that we can all come to some type of agreement if that was a part of the plan. But we know what time it is. These are all part of a greater agenda to, to usher in that one world governance model, which as of now, I've heard mixed uh, reports. Somebody told me that the UN World Health Organization's conglomeratory outreach to take over sovereign power from all nations have already gotten passed. But then again, I heard it starts, the vote starts May 22nd, which is next week. And I think I heard that the, the website where you could leave your thoughts, ideas, or opinions was was you know had an arrows taken down or something so i'd imagine there's been a lot of pushback because a very small few actually realize you know what parties are involved in this global takeover and so there's been pushback but then again 
here in the U.S., we're talking about, you know, the primaries. Like, you know, I saw the Ron, Rand Paul and all the other people from the Republican Party got nominated and they're thanking people for bringing them back. And I'm thinking like, well, dog, like we're talking about, you know, global, you know, world dominance here. And people are already realizing that their vote never counted in the first place. And if it did count, it was taken with this past election. So it's like, you know, it, from the from the current government structure, judicial, legislative, as well executive, the legislative side of things is it's being proven to be null and void because these politicians are not really speaking on behalf of we the people at all. So it's like our governance model is completely gone and we need something better. And I think people really realize that, you know, our money issues, our societal issues are just symptoms of the bigger problem, which is failed governance. Like it's just the democracy model, which was never really supposed to be the primary focal point. It's already been hijacked and it's a, it's going to be official as of next week. If this UN World Health, World Health Organization pandemic treaty process goes through, like that's the end of democracy like it's literally you know theocracy or you know corporatocracy or fascism or whatever else new words we're going to put out there so uh yeah just to, how do how do we address our government issues what should be the primary focal point because talking about food and water and shelter those are all issues that are being pushed by the lack of government we have so uh zionism is happening yeah and like you know so all the isms or whatever those are just those are still just on the surface like those like you know anything that we can outright verify you know we, as far as a race or you know a race a party political party those are just what are the natural what we see in the natural like you know but the underlying all that goes back to what I was talking about yesterday in, in reference to evil like you know and that's where like you know people who are troubled by religion but then again we can touch we can t- we can talk about all the evil things happen in the world, but you got to give, you got to point the blame to the ultimate reason for that. And like I talked about yesterday, like, you know, whether you want to talk about religious stuff or not, they're pushing Satanism to satanic temple as an official religion authorized by the U S like they're pushing it on your throat and people got problem talking about Jesus and the kingdom of God. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's the least of your concerns. Like if you don't believe in that, that's fine. But do you, what about the Satanism? Like, is that okay with you? Is that okay for your kids to learn that in school? Like, do you got a problem with that? Like, you know, when you speak out against that, at least, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff where, you know, it's just interesting to see how all people, you know, want to, you know, piggyback over here, but not touch on that. Let's look at, let's look at the whole pot. Let's look at the whole thing. Let's just call evil what it is and, and be willing to point the blame. You know, it's a satanic takeover of the planet. But then again, this is his realm. So we shouldn't be surprised. So let's have talks about that. And then how he influences political parties, certain ethnicities, nationality, all the evil happening can be pinpointed to a person or an entity. And then how do we address that? Then that's when we get into uh, having meetings. Uh, so pay money back says Congress are busy having meetings on UFOs. Right. So, you know, UFOs like, yeah, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, I, I've never I've, I've seen objects in the sky that did not make sense to my human eye and I labeled it as a UFO. But then again, knowing that this world has been hijacked by demonic forces, like to me, I I easily accredit anything that seems, you know, extraterrestrial or abnormal as being something from the spirit realm. 
And so with that, I'll just leave it at that until like I shake hands with an alien or alien comes my way, you know, that type of thing. I, I won't pay that, pay that any attention. But all this has to do with science fiction. Mind you, science fiction is a hell of a drug. <laughs> you know, science fiction has gotten us to the point where we think that, you know, there's, that, you know, because there's so much to the universe that there has to be other things out there. Or does it really? Does it really? Or what, 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 what agenda or what narrative does that, what, all that level of thinking, what does that, what does that further support? It supports the same agenda that's in the way now where we're talking about UFOs and we're talking about, and I, you know, one of the biggest things I'm starting to really enjoy talking about is the flat earth. And I'm ranting right now just because I'm going to get ready to dial back, miss some calls, forgive me. But I'm really starting to enjoy just the investigative work into, un, you know, to the diving deep down into things that are have been deliberately withheld from us. And I'm going to leave you all with this. Anybody out there who questioned, oh, the flat earth conspiracy, think about all the conspiracies that have become factual now. So conspiracy, that word is, you know, a psyop that was created by a CIA or whatever, whatever. But think about this. And this is one, this is one thing I can guarantee. Take, take me my word on this one. Out of 200 and so people watch me right now, not, not one of you, not one of you, mark my words, have actually gone down to the bottom of this round sphere that was just called Earth to Antarctica to actually go through that region to verify that there's something on the other side of that as far as it being a circle, circular motion. Like, if you, we, you know, just the flight plans never make sense itself. But, you know, there has not been one person in the outside of governments and politicians, military, whatever, who has actually gone down there. Nevertheless, to verify that what we're being told is real. So as of right now, we were told that and I actually put in the telegram about, you know, the whole idea that the globe, the globes that we see and can buy, they were never intended for educational purposes. It says it right on the bottom. And so let me actually pull this up. And I'm ranting a little bit just because I'm having fun. This is just, you know, some 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 thoughts off the top of my head that I think, you know, can be, you know, entertaining. Take it, take of it what you may. But uh, these are conversations that, you know, most people don't want to have or, or it's not it's not encouraged to have just because, you know, once you start questioning things that hopefully human, human nature kicks in where your curiosity kicks in where you got to go verify it and then definitely come back and prove me wrong. Shut me up. I would love to be proven wrong because then again, I got to go deeper now down the rabbit holes and study. So I'm trying to find a picture that I shared in the uh, telegram referring to. And because I don't actually have a globe, but if you look, okay, here we go. Uh, let me share this picture with you real quick. And I'll stop ranting. But my whole point was with that rant about the uh, Antarctica, not a single person tuned in right now has been down there. And so no one can actually prove and verify the information that was taught to them as being a part of their education model. So until we all are able to go down there, people should be open to the idea that there is more to the story than what we were told. Therefore, if that's true, if you can accept that, then perhaps there's more to this story of our planet than what we've been taught. But here's a picture that I pulled out. But these are just six or seven different globes. And at the bottom, every one of them says not for educational uses. And so 
if it's not for educational uses, that's what we were all taught in school. That's what was put in front of us when we had to go to the front of the class and point out certain regions or whatever. And so these are just things that never really made sense to me, but it wasn't until I just started, you know, just sharing my skepticism with the world that I started to, you know, come across more information. And then internet makes it that much more easier to come across things uh, just to question whatever. So anyway, but because no one has been allowed there in the public realm to verify, you know, anything down there other than what we were told, no one here is in a position to say that it's factual that this sphere we live on is round because what other, what other, it's no proof really that it is round. So anyway, I thought I would just put that out there, but you know, once again, that could be a bad example. It could be a good point, but let me know. So if you've actually gone down there and verified and you were able to just fly through cause it's a no fly zone uh, and, and to verify that there, this is a round sphere that we're living on, then I'll shut up. But until then, I think people should be open to having those conversations that are uncomfortable, the challenges their thought, because we've all been lied to in school. Every formal education, especially from the academia realm, is a lie. It's been whitewashed and watered down to fit a narrative. So, you know, anyway, I'm rambling too much, but forgive me. I'm just having fun. Anyway, so get ready to dial back. As always, I appreciate everybody for taking time to join me. If you have enjoyed these off-the-cuff rants, <laughs> uh, please hit that thumbs up button. It takes you just a second to scroll down, hit, hit the likes, and that'll help hopefully more people join us and connect with the community. And as always, the goal is just to, you know, just to challenge myself by putting ideas out there, have you guys, you know, just get on my head, jump on me, prove me wrong, and help me get better. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing I'm 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 doing it from a selfish reason, put it like that. I want to get better and I need your help. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, come at me hard, especially in the comment section. Come at me hard with some crazy stuff so I can go do my homework. So and hopefully vice versa. You know, you guys are getting better with what you're doing. Uh yeah. Anyway. I enjoy getting a chance to hang out. Uh, Freethinker says, what is that? Globa, Globustis, Busties, Busties channel on YouTube is great. All right, I'll check them out. All right, people. Well, anyway, be blessed, be safe. Back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. And as always, man, stay prayed up, prepare it up, you know, get your weight up, do everything you got to do in the natural realm, but really realize it all falls on the hands of the Lord. You know, like literally, like I was thinking about this. I'm just my last little thought. I'm going to prepare something tomorrow. But I'm thinking about just our governance model and how democracy has been ruined, destroyed. People will find out sooner or later. And a part of the how part of how we were being taught was that we are solely responsible for everything. And biblically speaking, that is not the case because there's a great good portion in Matthew six that I love to lean on. It has to do with, you know, the idea of what we should be seeking. And I'm thinking like, you know, how could that model apply in this current state that we're in now, like it, you know, only it'll only work if you have faith, like, you know, so people, you know, wouldn't really want to hear in the midst of a natural world recession, the idea that the recession is only relevant to those that validate that as their only source. Like if, you know, if you're, if everything that you are comes from a, 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 a job or paycheck or something like that, then I can see how to be hard to, you know, accept the idea that, you know, th there's more to life than just, you know, your own efforts. And in a different mo governing model, in reference to your faith, the kingdom of God, we're told to seek first the kingdom of God. Like, and that's where I was like, how do you seek first the kingdom of God in the midst of a global depression, in a global recession? 
that's some stuff that I'm, 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 I'm asking these questions to myself to strengthen my own faith because I'm like, well, Lord, you told me that, you know, birds are fed by you. You know, the, the, the clothes of the, you know, the club, my clothing, you know, is, is provided by you. All my sustenance is provided by you and that they will be added to me. And you didn't give me no conditions other than just saying, seek first your kingdom. So those are things that I'm excited to dive further into just because I think it counters the narrative we were taught. And mind you, if we were, if, if you accept the fact that we were lied to in school and everywhere else for an agenda to make us employees, to turn us into debt slaves, then it's like, what is God's way of doing things? And so he says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you eat, what you about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food, body and clothing. But isn't that what we are all told to do when we get up in the morning, somehow, some way to go provide those things. But he's saying that it's more to life than those things. So I wonder what he's talking about. And that's what we're going to get on, get into, because that has a lot to do with the kingdom economics that I, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to further dive deep into this word so that I can pull out and extract all that, you know, those, those kingdom nutrients and share it. And of course, if, if it's received with faith on the other end, then we can hold God accountable to his word because, you know, he is a God of his word. And that's what I believe. But we're told to seek first the kingdom of God. Now, what does that mean in the midst of a global recession, depression? That means, you know, you have to really put your trust in something other than everything that you've done this, to this point. You know, whatever your greatest accolades are, your accomplishments, your awards, realize that only in this life are we told to own things, work for a house, car. You know, we think we own those things, but, you know, we don't own nothing. But in the kingdom, we don't own nothing, but we get access to everything. You know, that's whew, that's some that's some next level stuff, man. So anyway, um, yeah, that's just stuff that excites me. But anyway, I'm done ranting. Let's end out with some prayer. Had to definitely get some word in there. And uh, and with that, let's uh, keep it moving. But anyway, for those that want to get in agreement with me, you know, there's power in prayer. And right now we need as much uh, revelation and wisdom for guidance moving forward. And of course, everyone here who's tuned in at this point, there's a calling on your life. And hopefully you're open to diving deeper into that calling because a little something on the side as well. You know, in this life, we're told to work hard and save in a retirement account for a future payday or payout, a living comfortable, whatever. But then in the kingdom, we're told that if we work for the king now, i.e. being in the field as laborers in his harvest, that there will be treasure stored up in heaven that we can access now and later. So that's the kingdom economic. That's how the kingdom operates, man. Like the king owns everything and he gives us access to it right now. Ah, oh, man, I'm excited. Anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to get together as a community. Lord, we ask that you just do great things in each and every one of our lives. Father, we need you. We acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. We acknowledge you as our king of everything. Your word will stand now and for all eternity. Allow us to dive deeper into it, to get fed kingdom nutrients. Father, let us grow further in your love, Father, so that we can share it with others and help other people become everything that they want, that you desire from them to be. Because as a body, we are all needed to play our part in this season. And I'm trusting, Father, that you'll use this channel, each and every person who's tuned into me right now, uh, to help uh, the, the bigger picture, to edify, to grow the body of Christ by being faithful to their calling on their lives. Father, we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name we pray, the King of glory. Amen. All right, people. Whew. Man, 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 it's fire. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. Peace.